Hi there. Welcome back to CC Talks. The podcast series about mobile and performance marketing produced and created by Creative Clicks, the largest mobile marketing platform in the world. As the first Monday of a new month, we're going to share with you the latest trends and news about e-commerce, ads, mobile, social media, performance marketing. So marketers, get ready to take some notes. Let's start with the latest news regarding e-commerce. TikTok expands shopping features and adds auto captions to creator content. TikTok has expanded its TikTok shopping features, launched as a pilot earlier this year in partnership with Shopify. New features include first-party integration, enabling merchants to tap into full commerce experience with the capability to upload products and manage everything from shopping to fulfillment and point of purchase. For merchants who enjoy working with their preferred third-party commerce partner, TikTok has added Square, Equid, and PrestaShop to its platform in addition to Shopify, which was involved in the pilot. TikTok also said it expects Wix, Shopline, OpenCart, and Base to be available soon. Brands can highlight one or multiple products directly from an organic TikTok video, leading users to instantly loaded product detail pages. They can also use live shopping to connect directly with their community in real time and share dynamic links to products and services at the same time. Spotify partners with Shopify to enable artists to sell direct from the music streaming platform. On Wednesday, 20th of October, Spotify announced a partnership with Shopify that will enable artists to showcase and sell products that expand beyond traditional merchandise. By connecting their Spotify for artists account with the Shopify online stores, artists can sync their product catalogs and seamlessly showcase products of their choice directly on their Spotify profiles, making it easy for fans to browse and buy. Shopify offers artists and entrepreneurs access to an all-in-one commerce platform to manage their brands across multiple touchpoints, including leading social and entertainment channels and marketplaces, and now also Spotify. For many fans, Spotify is the primary way they interact with an artist's music, and we're excited to give artists a new way to capitalize on that moment, said Camille Erst, head of Spotify for Artists. We want to provide artists with as many resources as possible to help turn listeners into fans, fans into super fans, and ultimately help artists earn more. The integration of Shopify's powerful backend for powering commerce presents a significant step forward in our efforts to help artists maximize additional revenue streams and give them agency over their careers. Amazon releases global e-commerce tools for third-party sellers. Amazon is offering third-party sellers on its platform new solutions designed to ease international processes such as customer service and inventory management. At its Amazon Accelerate Virtual Selling Conference, the e-tail giant announced a set of new tools aimed at making it easier for US-based third-party sellers to offer their products in its 21 stores worldwide. Performance Marketing Twitter sells advertising unit MoPub for $1 billion. Twitter agreed to sell its mobile advertising unit MoPub to gaming company AppLovin for $1.05 billion as the social media giant looks to shift focus towards speedy development of core products. Twitter explained the deal will help accelerate the development of new services and bring growth in key areas including performance-based advertising, small and medium-sized business offerings, as well as commerce initiatives. CEO Jack Dorsey said the move showcased the company's confidence in our revenue product roadmap, accelerating our ability to invest in the core products that position Twitter for long-term growth and encourage conversations on the platform. Social media 
The Facebook outage, what exactly happened? Facebook, along with its family of apps, including Instagram and WhatsApp, faced a six-hour-long outage on Monday, October 4th, we all remember that, rendering inaccessible the services that the world's largest social media network offers to billions of its users. The disruption was due to faulty configuration changes made to Facebook's routers, the company said. But researchers have pinpointed the reason of Facebook's outage to issues with something called a board getaway protocol, BGP. The following day, on October 5th, the social media giant faced negative testimony about user health and safety from a whistleblower in front of Congress. That came immediately after that massive outage we just talked about. The downtime likely cost Facebook a pretty penny in lost advertising revenue. The company took home $84.2 billion from ads in 2020 alone. Fortune estimated that Facebook lost nearly $100 million on Monday, the day of the outage, based on the company's quarterly revenue. Ad measurement firm Standard Media Index's analysis was more conservative. A roughly $3.3 million loss based on how much money advertisers spend on Facebook's platforms per hour. Instagram adds more tools to help creators maximize branded content partnerships. Instagram's testing some new creator monetization options ahead of the Christmas shopping push with a view to helping its most prominent users maximize their earnings potential through branded content arrangements. First off, Instagram's testing a new partnerships messaging folder within Instagram DMs, which will be a dedicated space to keep track of sponsored content opportunities and communications. Those messages will be filtered through from Facebook's Brand Collabs Manager platform or via new brand search option, which will facilitate connection with creators that either follow their brand profile or have specifically flagged that they're open to working with them. Snapchat adds 13 million more daily users in Q3, now up to 500 million monthly actives. Snapchat has posted its latest earnings report, showing steady increases in users and revenue, with the platform continuing to see strong take-up in markets outside the US and ongoing growth of its TikTok-like spotlight option. First off, on usage, in Q3, Snapchat rose to 306 million daily active users, its first time above 300 million DAU. Snap's seen particularly strong growth in India this year as more Indian users come online and digital connectivity advances in the region. That's helped Snap expand its opportunities, while Snap CEO Evan Spiegel also notes that the app's monthly active user count is now above 500 million. Ads Facebook outlines coming ad measurement and targeting changes to offset ATT impacts. As it continues to grapple with the impact of Apple's ATT update, which has limited the amount of user data available for advertising optimization, Facebook has recently outlined its latest range of updates and changes designed to help marketers maximize their campaigns with the insights that are still available through various means. The changes are fairly technical, with most aimed at bigger spending brands, but they do point to Facebook's evolving technological solutions to offset the data losses and enable ad performance optimization via improved estimation and other means. First off, Facebook says that it's looking to improve campaign reporting through aggregated event measurement, which will ideally make it clearer which ads are responsible for conversions. YouTube warns creators you will start to demonetize low-quality kids' videos starting this month. YouTube says it will soon begin to demonetize some of the channels on its platform that market themselves as made for kids if the content they produce is low quality, encourages negative behavior or attitudes, or is heavily commercial. 
The company had previously warned this sort of content would no longer be eligible for inclusion in its dedicated YouTube Kids app, but starting this month. YouTube will also begin to enforce new monetization policies as well, which may impact the creator's eligibility for or possible removal from the YouTube Partner Program. YouTube first announced its plan to increase its protections for minors in August, saying that some of the updates would directly address upcoming regulations, while others were going beyond what would be required by law. At the time, YouTube said it would shift the default settings on videos for users ages 13 to 17 to private, would enable take a break and bedtime reminders for minors, would stop leveraging interest data for targeting teens and kids with ads, and more. Among the changes was a warning to those creators specifically making content aimed at kids, noting the company planned to remove overly commercial content from its standalone YouTube Kids app aimed at younger children. Ahead of this move, a number of consumer advocacy groups had been pressuring YouTube and regulators alike to put an end to these types of videos, saying they blurred the lines between content and advertising. Plus, they argued some creators weren't disclosing that they had brand relationships behind the scenes that were fueling this sort of content production. This was the last one for today. I hope you enjoyed our Monday CC Talks News Edition. You can listen to our podcast on Spotify, Google and Apple Podcasts. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast and to follow Creative Clicks on social media for all the latest updates on digital, social, performance marketing and more. Till next time.